This is A Better Way Financial, the podcast with financial advisors and father-son team, Frank and Frankie Guida. And I'm Heather Branch here with Frank and Frankie talking about ways to help you better prepare for your financial future. A betterwayfinancial.com is where you can go to begin the conversation about your retirement savings plan. Again, that's a betterwayfinancial.com. Gentlemen, you are obviously, I mean, <laughs> retirement planners, financial advisors, you're obviously money guys. You know a lot about money and numbers. We do. <laughs> so my question for you, though, there's something that I don't know that I've ever asked you, but I'm always interested to know, especially from a financial advisor standpoint. What is it that you actually enjoy spending your money on? What are you happy to spend your money on, each of you individually? For me, it's it's definitely trips. I love traveling, you know, especially because we're in this period of our life between me and Jade where we're looking to do all the travel that we can before we have kids. Yep, so, got it. You know, okay, that, makes that's sense. Probably, that's probably where the bulk of our extra money goes to is, sure. is traveling and vacations. All right, Frank? I'd have to agree with Frankie. It's a little bit of travel. It's a, and, and uh, you know, we enjoy spending time with our family and with yeah. our grandchildren. And Spending money on know. grandkids is definitely oh, yeah. a fun thing to do. Uh-huh. I think that that is definitely my wife Kim's most favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I look, she's bought something new for one of the grandchildren. <laughs> Every grandmother listening to us on the radio right now is nodding in agreement. Yep, nothing makes me happier than new clothes from a grandkid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so flip side of that, what do you hate spending money on? What is the number oh, one that's, thing? That's an easy oh, yeah, one. Easy. Oh. That is very easy. Okay. I think we freedom. both have the same one for this. Probably. One. Taxes. Taxes, yes. <laughs> there it is. I knew, I, knew, I knew you would say it. I knew exactly where we were oh headed with this conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, we hilarious. had this conversation every tax season, Frankie and I, and we're like, oh my God, what did you, how bad is it? And Frankie tells me how bad it is, and then oh, I tell him how bad it is, and I'm like, oh, you don't even know. And oh, then every quarter. Talking about this, what's hilarious to me is that we're all sitting here laughing so much because you got to laugh at it. Otherwise, you'd cry your eyes out. Am I right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <it's> horrible. <laughs> well, fellas, we are not alone in these feelings. Let's dive into the whole notion of where we are as Americans and the taxes that we pay because we're now about three months after the end of tax season and Americans are not happy. They do not like the results. Just over half, 51% said in a new poll that their income taxes were not fair. And that's the highest number in two decades. But here's the thing. This survey isn't even factoring in the idea that the Trump tax cuts will expire at the end of 2025. So January 1, 2026, looking at taxes, most likely going back up, fellas. This obviously presents an opportunity right now for tax planning. Do it now rather than later, does it not? Well, yes, that's very true, Heather. And you mentioned 2026, and you're so right. It's so important to do tax planning now because in 2026, those tax brackets are going up. And if you want to do Roth conversions, you're going to have to pay the taxes now on the IRA money that you're transferring into Roth. And the problem is in 2026, those tax brackets are going to go up up to where they were before. You know, so doing it now can save you tens of thousands of dollars and it's all money in your pocket. And, okay. you know, all through the, your retirement years, that, that money is going to sit there. It's going to provide income. It's going to grow. It's going to, you know, so it's a compounding effect. So you, you really want to do it sooner rather than later. Okay. You know, and when we talk about Roth conversions, I think it's important for people to know what's the importance of doing Roth conversions. Why would you do them? 
the point is this. If you do Roth conversions, there's a very, very, very good chance that you're going to save a tremendous amount of taxes in your lifetime overall. Because if you take, for instance, let's say just simple numbers, you take $100,000 that you're that is sitting in an IRA, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. or a 401k. And let's say that particular 100000 you're not going to use for a while. You know, you're going to have this whole portfolio. You're not going to use it all as soon as you retire. You're going to use it throughout your retirement. So let's say this 100000 you're not going to use for a while. Rule of 72 states, if you average 7.2%, your money will double every 10 years. If you average 10%, your money will double every 7.2 years. So it's conceivable that your money could quadruple in 14 to 20 years. That means that 100,000 in that IRA could grow to $400,000. And if it does that, you never pay taxes on the 100,000, but now you have $400,000 that you're gonna have to pay taxes on. If you instead say, okay, well, let me do the Roth conversion. You pay the taxes on that 100000 now, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you it's still, you know, 14 to 20 years, it can still grow to, to $400,000, mm-hmm. you know, the same way it would in, in the IRA, even though it's in a Roth IRA. But now that $400,000 is income tax-free. You have no taxes on it. I think that that, for me at least, that was one of the biggest learning lessons that I experienced when talking to you guys and learning about Roths. It's not just what you're saving that you pay the taxes on. It's that growth that you don't have to pay taxes on. That is the huge win. It is huge. You know, we're talking about 300000 of the 400000 that you never pay taxes yeah, yeah. on. Mm-hmm. You think about that and you look at the tax brackets now. The challenge is you do have to pay taxes on that 100000 now. Right, right. So, you know, let's say you have that 100000 The next three years, the income tax brackets are lower. You're probably going to save 3 4%, maybe more than that, possibly more than that on that money. That could be a significant difference yeah. because you're going to pay the taxes now in a lower bracket. Then three years from now, those brackets will be higher. So if you try to do it then... You could still do it. It'll still be worthwhile to do, but you won't save as much. So why not put those extra thousands of dollars or keep those extra thousands of dollars in your pocket rather than pay it to Uncle Sam? It really is that simple. You know, we had a couple come in from Easton and we shared this concept with them and it worked beautifully. They felt that they paid their fair share of taxes and like we feel as well and like many other of the people that you meet with. And they wanted to see how they could pay less in taxes over their lifetime. You know, so they saved about $1.4 or so for their retirement, and we showed them, you know, throughout our financial planning process how we could use four different strategies to show them how to save money in taxes. And this couple was conservative. They had a lot of their money already in cash. So they had their non-qualified funds in cash, their IRAs, their Roth IRAs. They said, get me out of the market. I am sick of this market. I'm sick of losing money. You know, so that's the way their investments were set up. But the problem with this was they had their non-qualified money, their bank accounts and things like that. And since the money was in cash, they had to pay the taxes at ordinary income tax brackets each year. So those are at the higher tax brackets that they have to pay the taxes and they have to pay those every single year, whether they take that money out or not. So that was one thing that we wanted to try to tighten up for them to try to improve that situation for them. So they had those non-qualified funds. What we recommended was a couple of strategies. So the one strategy was to put some of those funds into the fixed index annuities that they don't have to pay the taxes unless they need the income. So that money is going to grow tax deferred until they need that income. Another strategy was to put some of them into the market to have some market-like exposure where 
if they have those funds held for longer than a year, they don't have to pay the ordinary income tax gains. They pay capital gains taxes, which are lower than the ordinary income Got taxes. Okay. And another thing is if they don't need that income, they don't have to pay the taxes on the growth because it's in those investments and it's staying in those investments. So they don't have to worry about paying those taxes unless they need that income. And another strategy that we used for them was cash value life insurance, where they put some of these non-qualified funds which is basically the money that they saved into their bank and then later invested, they put that into the cash value life insurance. And what that it was able to do is it was able to provide long-term care benefits for them mm-hmm. and turn some of this non-qualified money into tax-free income for them if they need that money later in their retirement. And if they don't, it'll be tax-free income going to their children. So it's a way to basically do Roth conversions, but for non-qualified funds, because a Roth conversion is how you make an IRA tax-free, but to make a non-qualified account tax-free, you put it through the life insurance. So that was what we were able to do with their non-qualified funds. Another strategy that we used to show them how to save money in taxes was, you know, aside from taking from the right investment accounts when the markets are up, when the markets are down, you know, when the markets are up, we recommend taking the money from the market side. When the markets are down, we want to take from the fixed index annuity side because it hasn't lost any money. You know, this way we're never selling low in the market. But another strategy on top of that is to start taking from non-qualified funds first and then moving over to qualified funds or IRAs or 401k type monies and then lastly, letting their Roth IRAs grow as long as they can. And then the last strategy that we used for them was the Roth conversion strategy that my dad was talking about. And that made a significant impact on their portfolio and for their tax situation. And over the next three years, it made sense to do those Roth conversions to minimize their taxes throughout the rest of their lifetime. So by utilizing these four strategies that we just talked about, we were able to save them upwards of about $1.4 million in taxes throughout the rest of their life. Which is the amount they initially had saved. Exactly. So they saved about $1.4 million. We're basically making that $1.4 million in tax savings as well. So, I mean, that's a huge amount of money that they can actually use towards their retirement goals, towards their expenses, towards their vacations, towards the things that they wanted to spend it on. It goes a long way to doing the things that they really want to do during their retirement years. And and oftentimes taxes are the biggest expense for folks in retirement and they don't really know it until they retire. They start taking those RMDs and realizing, wow, I'm spending so much money on taxes. You know, what can we do now to try to make that not be your future, to try to set up your future so that you're paying less in taxes over your retirement than you have to? You know, and if you don't have a written tax plan showing you how to pay the least amount in taxes over your lifetime, you could be paying hundreds of thousands of dollars more in taxes than you need to. So for the next five callers who are 55 and older and have saved 500000 or more for retirement, we will put together a tax plan with strategies that you can use to try to minimize your tax burden throughout the rest of your life. If you are not planning for taxes, you're going to be paying for them. Yeah. So if you have these same concerns about taxes and you don't want to pay more in taxes than you have to, you need to go to a better way financial.com and click on the sign up now button so we can begin to have this conversation with you as well and show you a way to try to minimize your tax burden throughout your lifetime. 
Thanks for listening to A Better Way Financial, the podcast with Frank and Frankie Guida. To learn more, visit abetterwayfinancial.com and join the Guidas for the radio show, A Better Way Financial, Saturdays at noon and Sundays at 1230 on News Radio 790 WAEB. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how best to utilize estate, tax, and retirement planning strategies and other financial services or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. A Better Way Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client and they are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Advisory services offered through A Better Way Financial. Insurance offered through licensed professionals at A Better Way Financial. Pennsylvania Insurance License Number 301779.